Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny What is up guys, Sophie here back with another topic. If you are new, then don't forget to subscribe and also hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all of my content. Don't forget to like this video and don't forget to share if you care. And last, don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, specifically my book for Christian single women and also my private Facebook group, and it is open now. It will be closing 1231 for all of you who want to read the Bible in a year and learn how the Bible can be applicable to your life, which kind of brings me into my next topic. And what we're going to be talking about today is what the Bible teaches us about praying for a future spouse. So what this comes from is we're actually going to look at the story of Rebecca and Isaac. And basically, um, Abraham had sent his servant specifically to find a spouse for his son, Isaac. And so if we pick up for Genesis 24, the servant said a specific prayer, which this is a lesson to all of you out there is that if you want God to bring you your spouse, if you're looking for a specific spouse, if you have deal breakers, because in this specific instance, um, there were deal breakers on who Isaac's wife could be or and not superficial deal breakers, right? Not like, oh, he must, you know, his heart, his resting heart rate must be like something crazy. I'm talking about substantial things that you know that you need in a spouse, then it is always a good idea to pray. And so let's get into the prayer that the servant spoke as it comes to Rebecca, because he had a lot of anxiety about finding a spouse um, for Isaac. And this is kind of a lot of people and how this can be applied today, right? You might have a lot of anxiety in regards to finding your spouse or how it's going to be. But if you don't know anything about you getting into relationships and you just making the wrong decisions, you don't know what type of man God wants you to marry or you don't know you're dating wrong, then just open up and pray. There's nothing wrong with praying for your future spouse and in all actuality, you should be. So here is Genesis 24, 12 through 14. And he said, oh Lord, God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show loving kindness to my master Abraham behold I stand here at the spring of the water and the daughters of the men are the city are coming to draw water but let it be that the girl to whom I say please let down your jar so that I may have a drink she replies drink and I will also give your camels to drink that she may be the one whom you have selected as a wife for your servant Isaac and by this I will know that you have shown your loving and kindness so stop so I actually want to bring up a few points and so first and I said this in my video um, where I was talking about Lot um, is that the reason why God answered or saved Lot is because that God saw that he was a relative of Abraham. So even when the servant opens up his prayer, he said, show lovingness, faithfulness, and kindness to my master Abraham. And I believe the reason that he said that is because he knew that Abraham was one of God's favorites. So basically what that means is like, it is more likely for God to reveal to you who your spouse is, is that when you are in the right place in life, you can't be in all the wrong places in life, doing all the wrong things, all toxic and having all these problems and whatnot. And then you sit up there praying for God to bring you your spouse. I mean, you 
can, but ultimately is God going to do that? Because you have to remember if God is bringing you one of his servants or a man of God, which I'm sure what you want, if you are a woman of God, then he is not going to bring that person in. If you are the toxic person in the relationship and you're just going to run the relationship down with all of your drama. So the reason why God specifically answered this prayer is because showing lovingness, kindness to my master, Abraham and Abraham is, was a man of God. And so the first thing is that you need to be focused on your relationship with God and getting yourself right be, to be a proper wife that God would want to bring a good man to, right? So then secondly, if you look at how specific his prayer was, and that's why I feel like it is good to have relationship deal breakers. And I have a blog on this that I'll link down below and know exactly what it is that you're looking for. Because if you're vague, and this has actually happened to me before, I remember way back when, when I said a prayer and it was just very vague and God sent me that exact person within two days. And I, and I remember thinking, oh, this must be the one. But then God was like trying to show me, not only is this not the one, but you're just being vague in your prayers and you haven't actually asked me what it is that you should be praying for. I just prayed for something very stupid and very superficial. And then when I saw the confirmation of that, I was like, oh God, here it is. But really what God was trying to show me is that, okay, you need to look a little deeper than that. So understand that when you say a specific prayer, God can answer the specifics of a prayer, but also understand why he is answering the specifics of a prayer. Sometimes God does give us exactly what we want and what we want doesn't turn out to be good. And I specifically feel like we see that in the Bible when it comes to Saul, when Israel was wanting a king and Saul turned and he was like, fine, if you want a king, I'll give you a king. And then Saul turned out to be a horrific king. So sometimes God gives us what we pray for if we haven't prayed for the right things, just to show you that, okay, what you're looking for is not what you want. And sometimes we need to look deeper. And so whenever you pray for a future spouse and you have encountered that person, it's important to ask for confirmation, just like he did. It was very specific as to what he asked for to confirm the person that God had for him. And also it was specific enough not to be um, misconstrued for something else. So like, let's say you pray for, oh, I want a man who is after God and he is ambitious and he puts you first. That is probably a better prayer um, than saying, oh, I'm praying for a man that's six foot two and he's a professional basketball player and blah, blah, blah. And something that's just very specific. Cause yeah, God might give you what you want, but then what he's really trying to tell you is like, okay, I'll give you this person. This person is bad for you, but maybe you need to be open and pray for the person that I I seek to bring to you as opposed to praying for something very superficial because I kind of feel like that's what he was doing. He was like, yo, just let her put down the jar. And really this was showing her character and kindness. Now, if we move on to verse 20, Genesis verse 24, 15 through 17, and it says before the servant had finished praying, Rebecca, Rebecca came out with her water and her jaw on the shoulders. And basically she did exactly what the servant had prayed for in um, a spouse. And that is how how the servant knew that she had been chosen for Isaac. So this is why I always say, you know, don't get too caught up in being single forever or don't let anybody tell you your standards are too high or don't let anybody tell you anything about your relationship status because as I always feel, if God is in the middle of this, then he is going to bring you in a situation where you is are gonna cross your spouse. That's why the servant was sent to this specific land to look for Rebecca. And also he is going to give you confirmation and guidance on what you 
should be praying for and who that person is once they come in your life. And even going into verse 16, it says the girl was very beautiful, a virgin, unmarried. She went down to the spring to fill up her jar and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her. So the reason why I mentioned those three traits and why it was significant is because sometimes I think when women are single, they kind of settle into the, oh, I'll just settle for whoever. It doesn't mean that I have to be attracted to them or whatever the case may be. When the Bible specifically says that God will give you traits of whatever person that you want to be, right? It doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, I'm praying for a spouse from God and I just have to accept whatever leftovers he sent me and he, I might not even be attracted to him, but oh, well, this must be who God sent me. Not necessarily the case. Just know that just like Rebecca, whenever you pray for a future spouse, God can give you a person's characteristics that is specific to the kind of characteristics that you need. And when you are praying for your spouse, that it doesn't mean that he's just going to hand you whoever. And just, and that's why, you know, what we can see from these two Bible verses is that A, it's important to not only pray for your spouse, it's, it's important for you to be in a spiritual way or a spiritual place in your life where you are ready to receive a spouse so that like Abraham, God will show you faithfulness because you have been faithful to him. And it is also to pray for whoever you are with now or with in the future for specific confirmation that the person that you are considering or wanting is going to be your spouse and trust that God is going to give it to you. And also trust that when God is showing you red flags that this person is not it for you to continuously try to discredit those red flags or look beyond those red flags and try to discount when God has answered your prayer and say, oh, this is not a message from God when it really is. I think that going about it this way will keep you level-minded on who God intends to bring into your life and also keep you from making mistakes in who you're with because don't make a mistake about it. We all have free will. You can marry somebody you not, you're supposed to marry if you're just too, you know, desperate or you just want to get married so bad that you're, that you're overlooking that they might not necessarily be the good fit a good fit for you guys. All right, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm also gonna put some additional blogs in the description box about how to pray for your future husband. And I also have a specific prayer in there that you guys can say. And I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye-bye, y'all.